Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Congratulations. Here we are once again, and let's just, first, before we get into everything, just promote the dates. Phoenix, I opened up a whole nother show. Phoenix, it's all fucking, it's all said and done. You sh- the, the boy went bonkers nutty, tr- filling up some seats on the first show at the Celebrity Theater, so he added another show. The good seats may not still be available now that this shit already, since I, since I recorded it, but it's all, it's available right now. Go to crystalia.com and come on, Phoenix, come see your boy. Don't push me. Come see your boy at the Celebrity Theater. Fill up those second, that second show on them. Get those butts in them seats. Oh, God damn it. But yeah, dude, he's Johnny fills him up. Sounds sexual. All good, but it's not. I meant seats. So we did that. I got the Oops merch is live right now and the Don't Push Me merch, man. Show up to my shows wearing the shit. We got shows in Irvine coming up this weekend, but it's all sold out. Can't get tickets anymore. See you in Phoenix. But show up to Phoenix. But most importantly, show up to everyone else's shows, the other comedians in my merch, because that's how we let them know that these babies are still alive, my baby. Oh, God. But for real, though, so that's what's up. Subscribe and uh, like the cha- like the channel, dude. It really helps make friends in the comments. Let's try to get them comments up and activate that algorithm, baby. Dude, I'll tell you what. Right now, before I uh, took this, uh, before I took this fucking, uh, before I'm over here taking this fucking show for a jog. That's what I'm saying. Before I'm up here taking this episode for a fucking brisk walk. I fucking cut my shit. I got another beard trimmer because what happens is they keep breaking. If you don't have a beard trimmer that keeps breaking, you ain't really trimming your beard now, are you? So I did it, and now there's a piece of hair right here somewhere, and it keeps poking me in the collarbone. Hey, yes, dude. Is it the most annoying thing? Yes, dude. But do we keep rolling? We do. But it's so fucking annoying because it's basically just like this is what it's doing the whole time. The whole time. I can't figure out where it is. And it's pissing me off. Yes, dude. Here's a Here's a hair. But did I get it? I got it, but that's probably not the right one. Yes, dude. Constant annoyance. You have to, when you shave, when you cut, when you trim your shit, you got to go directly into the shit. I don't know if chicks know this. I don't know if women know this. As a man, when you cut your beard, what you got to do immediately after that is dive into a pool. Otherwise, you're fucked. Dude, hairs are everywhere. All the time, all in your neck. I mean, yeah, it kind of happens when you get your hair cut, when you sit in that chair and you get the hair cut. But mostly what it does, mostly what it happens is when you cut your beard, you got to take a shower immediately right after or dive into a river. You got to sit. You know what you got to do? You got to get under a waterfall and just fucking let it cascade all over your shit where it glistens over your chest and fucking, you know, over those fucking, over that washboard tummy because we all have those. But yeah, dude, uh, we're here and we're doing it and uh, we got that shit. Another With Chris episode is up hiking. It's fucking doing stupid numbers. Dude, it's doing fucking stupid numbies, dude. So anyway, we do stupid numbies. That's what we do here. Um, So you activate that algorithm and help out and like and destroy that fucking wine and dine that like button. You know what I mean? But whatever, dude. Um, I did. I cut my beard and a little bit and, uh, you know, I don't know what length to keep it, you know. I didn't realize during the pandemic I let it grow really, really long, and the kind of that became the thing. And then I saw a picture of me like three years ago, and I kept it kind of cool. I kept it kind of like clean there. I just kept it like peeking out, like the second day of Chia Pet. Like I kind of just kept it like a little bit peeking out. Like all my hairs in my cheeks were doing it like without like opening a door. Like 
what's going on? Like, that's how it was. Like, did, so, did I hear something? Like, that's how my, my hair was coming out. And then during the pandemic, I just kind of let it just grow. And uh, now this is kind of the style, but it's getting real gray, dude. I know your boy's young as shit, but it's getting real gray. Oh, and it was my birthday. I'm 42 now. And it was also April first. Uh, that it was April Fools, uh, and everyone thinks that my new podcast with my brother coming out called Lifeline is an April Fools joke. But it's not an April Fools joke. It's a real podcast called Lifeline with my brother Matalia. So go to Lifeline over there and like and subscribe and be ready for that shit to drop. Enough with the promo though, dude. I don't even mean to be doing promos. It's just I got a lot of stuff going on in my uh, in my life and I need to promo it. I guess right. Like I told you, I did the fucking the with Chris stuff, the new Lifeline. I cut my beard. This is all promo shit. But, um, yeah, and now we're just chilling and we are just chilling. Saw a dude the other day at a coffee shop that I haven't seen. I'll tell you what, I think it, you get to 30, late thirties is when, if you've been in the same place like this geographically in the same place in your late thirties, uh, and you're in your late thirties, what happens is. It's very weird. In your late 20s and even in your early 30s, if you see somebody te- if you see somebody and you hang out with them for like a year or something, and then you see them 10 years later, they look roughly the same. But when you start seeing people 20 years later, they start looking like fucking older renditions of themselves and old versions of themselves. And that's what's crazy. Like I saw, I used to, you know, I used to set up shop at this fucking coffee bean when I used to run that block over on Ventura and Coldwater. Now I don't go there anymore. What happened is the fucking place shut down and everybody that I used to see at that coffee shop dispersed into different coffee shops. You know, some of them go to the Coldwater Coffee Bean on Whitsit. Some of them go to fucking Aroma Cafe. Some of them go over to the Coffee Fix. Some of them go over to one over the, on Sunset. I mean, these guys are out there. We're out there, right? We're out there. We're all out there. It's like we went through some shit. It's like uh, the the movie Stand By Me, and we all got together later on, right? Or it, you know? Nothing really horrific happened except for the coffee being shut down. But we all see each other now, and I see these guys, and I see them 20 years later. It is insane to see these dudes 20 years later because that's when you realize life just keeps going unless you die right? Life just keeps going. If you don't get cancer or get hit by a bus or suffer a heart attack or you're too fat and fucking basically just choke on yourself, life just keeps going and you get to see people. And the only thing that remains the same are basically their eyes, right? Because I don't like to say this and I don't say this, but the eyes are the windows to the soul, right? That's not something that I say a lot. You know, we keep it light hearted and joking in this congratulations podcast but lest we forget eyes they're the windows to the soul you know so it doesn't matter how old or how fat or skinny you know hair losing people get lest we forget the eyes they're the windows to the soul and when these guys see when i see them in a new coffee shop because this is where i always see them in a new coffee shop that i happen to roll into and I'm on my dolo, of course, but then these guys come in and they look like fat old versions of themselves, but then I see their eyes and I'm like, oh, 20 years later, but lest we forget, eyes are the windows to the soul. And I wonder what the fuck they've been up to, because I forget about these motherfuckers until I see them. What has this dude been doing for 20 years? Isn't that fucking crazy? It's a reminder that life keeps going and. You got to just kind of 
I don't know. It made me feel some sort of poignant like thing because I'm like, wow, life keeps going, but you kind of got to just kind of keep being true to yourself and keep doing your shit. You know, all these dudes, I just see them at coffee shops, but you got to just keep doing you. And if doing you is going and being happy, getting that fucking coffee two years later at a new place because the other place fucking went under, then that's what you got to do. So props to those dudes out there. You know who you are. I don't know if you listen to my podcast. I didn't even have this podcast back then when I did the fucking first coffee bean, but... It was it's wild to see these dudes over. When you get, like, you're listening now, if you're in your 20s or something, just remember I said this when you're 42 and you see the same person. It's wild, dude. It's really wild. People just keep living. Makes me think of how maybe we're in the metaverse. Almost dropped that fucking coffee right there. And we've been in the metaverse for way longer than we thought. But I saw Batman, dude. I saw Batman. I was going to do it on my review mode in my, uh, in my um, what do you call it? On my other, on my Patreon shit, because I do that segment review mode on my Patreon. Uh, but yeah, man, I saw Batman. And guess what, dude? And this is a fact, it's the best Batman ever. It's the best Batman that's ever been, dude. Including all of them, yay! Including all of them! Including all of them! Including all of them. So stop right there. Some people are pissed right now. Well, actually, you know, okay, that makes them laugh because the Dark Knight is the thing that set it up. And you know what? If it it wasn't for the Dark Knight, a lot of these superhero movies wouldn't wouldn't exist. But I'm going to stop you right there, you fucking dork. Because this one's the best one. Yay. Why? Because of everything. Because of everything except Catwoman. Because of everything, let me tell you right now, if Catwoman is in a Batman movie, that's a mistake. Catwoman is the fucking worst superhero. It, what, you know why? What does she do? I'm waiting. What does she do? Hey, go ahead. Explain. Explain to me driving in your car or in your cubicle or on your jog. Take a hot second. Stop jogging. Relax. And say out loud to me. Because we're talking. This is a conversation. What does Catwoman do? I'm waiting. Uh, 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 uh. Go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. What'd she do? Backflips? What'd she do? Avoid fucking. What? What? What what did she do? What did she ever do? What did that movie with fucking Halle Berry do? I'd rather go see that fucking stupid movie with Frances McDormand where she's just chilling outside that came out last year. It's so boring, dude. Catwoman is the most boring character there has ever been except for every Francis McDormand character. Okay? Also, the e- this is the thing that is awesome about this Batman. And you agree, dude. Okay? Here we go. This is the thing that's awesome about this Batman is that Christopher Nolan... Who's great, okay? Who's great? Yes, of course, he makes confusing movies like Tenant, And yes, of course, he makes crazy movies like Interstellar. Very confusing. Was it good? It was just a lot. If anybody says anything about Interstellar besides, wow, that movie was a lot, then they're bullshitting. You know what I mean? They're just bullshitting, okay? But here's why Batman, Chris Nolan, okay, so he kind of, so he came out with the first Batman movie, which was everyone was like, whoa, and it was after Chris, Christian Bale made the machinist and he was like 14 pounds and now all of a sudden he's beefed up being Batman. And Christian Bale was a great Batman. I can't argue that. He's the first guy who kind of changed his voice and you kind of were like, okay, I could see how people don't know this is Bruce Wayne because he kind of seems like a fucking different, different person in this thing. He's talking differently, right? He's not being Michael Keaton or 
Adam West where he's just like, hey, how's it going? And you're like, oh, you're just the guy. You're, you're Bruce Wayne, right? But now the fucking first one comes in. And the, the first movie uh, that he made, which was Batman Begins, right? Which was cool. Okay, Batman Begins, fine. It, there was too much non-Batman shit in it. I thought, like, if you're going to make a movie about Batman, make a movie where he's kicking ass immediately. I don't need to see, like, him in his study. What should I do? And then a bat flies through the window, and he's like, huh, that would be a good show. Like, I don't need to see all the origins. I don't need to see his parents die, like, when he was six. Start the ass kicking from jump. First scene should be just yeah and he's and just knocking motherfuckers out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dude, from jump, dude, don't even start with the credits. I don't give a fuck who made it. Just from jump, just fucking. Just flying from building to build that kicking a guy with a mask. That's what we need immediately. Stopping crooks. All right. So Batman begins. No, thank you. Now, Dark Knight, was it a cultural phenomenon? Yes, you could argue that. Did it pave the way for this? realism in superhero hero movies that for some people for some reason people gravitate towards even though superheroes are fucking ridiculous yes it did okay but did it now would this new batman exist if the other if the other chris nolan movies if they didn't ex- if they weren't made i don't know but i don't give a fuck right like People say Richard Pryor was the goat, okay? And now they say Dave Chappelle's the goat. And people say, well, would Richard Pryor, did Richard Pryor pave the way for Dave Chappelle? Yeah, but I don't give a fuck. Dave Chappelle, if he's the goat, he's the goat. I don't give a fuck. I'm not that kind of guy where it's like, you got to pay homage to the other motherfuckers. Dude, everything sucks after 20 years anyway. You ever see fucking Laurel and Hardy? How hilarious is it them trying to get that piano up those stairs? Okay. No disrespect, right? But my point is, I saw this new Batman, and they rooted it in reality, okay? I mean, the Riddler isn't even, like, laughing or doing Riddler shit. He's just completely in, like, an I-know-what-you-did-last-summer green kind of raincoat. So it's way different. But there was it was in this world where you bought. The cinematography was beautiful. Now, Robert Pattinson, who I'm a huge fan of, he's a little thin, right? And I'm like, this is going to be Vampire Batman. But it wasn't, though. He played an emo Batman, and they didn't really show him too much as Bruce Wayne, which was good, because I don't know if I necessarily buy him as this charismatic Bruce Wayne, but what the movie did was, tonally, they accepted it, and we accepted it. Tonally, they made him Batman, and he barely saw the light in the day, right? There's that one scene where he fucking, where he wakes, where he's having a meeting, and he's just like this. Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson doing that smart acting, just kind of like, oh, but the sunlight, you know? He does this crazy, cool, subtle acting where he's just like, ah, oh, that's, that's the kind of acting I do where I'm just like, ah, oh, the sunlight, you know? Because we both do smart acting. But so it was he was great. Batman was great. The guy nailed that the cinematography was beautiful, which I don't even really give a fuck about, make the story good. But all of the rules that they set up adhered to all of the rules that they set up 
The only thing that happened that was kind of jerky was when he hit the nitro boost and the car fucking ramped up over the thing and then the penguin thought he had him and then the fucking whole thing exploded and then Batman came out victorious, which, you know, whatever. You got to have one of those things. But even when he pulled that fucking zip line, when he jumped off the building and pulled that zip line and was the bat guy, you know, and and, and fucking was flying. And even though he would have died doing that, I kind of bought it because it was like all clunky and shit. And here's why it's the best Batman, because my friends were like, it's not better than Dark Knight. So then I went back and I watched Dark Knight. Because that's what I do. Why? Because I have OCD. Why? Because I'm an addict. Why? Because once I have something in my head, I can't let it go. I watch one Batman. I don't watch one Batman. Oh, oh, dude, picture me watching one Batman. I watch all of them. So I went directly home. I started watching The Dark Knight. And I'm not even going to tell you the new Batman isn't, it's not that the new Batman is better than the Dark Knight. I'm here to tell you that the Dark Knight is just good and watchable. And if you say it's great, you'll have a fucking very fierce argument on your hands if you're with me. Okay? Because in the first scene, in the second scene, the first scene is the Joker thing, which is like, okay, it's rooted in realism, right? These are bank robbers trying to rob a bank. This isn't guys jumping off buildings and fucking shooting flames or webs out of their shit. Actually, that's even doable, I guess. But nobody's flying, right? And then Batman come, comes in after these mock Batman guys try to ro- uh, save the day with guns. And Batman comes in, grabs someone's gun on the end of the gun, and fucking bends the gun, dude. Is this rooted in realism or not? Dude, you can't have something adhering to the roots of realism and then a fucking crook comes by with a rifle and Batman goes, gunk. First of all, sir-responsible, right? Get the guy. If this is real, he might shoot your fucking face off. So don't just grab the shit and bend it. Get the guy, right? You didn't do that. So then you go to bend the nozzle. So you go to bend the fucking nozzle. So what would happen right there? The guy would let go of the gun. Number one. Number two, the guy is 180 pounds. He he would be fighting back. Also, you can't bend steel. So right at that moment, I'm out. I'm out. You can't bend steel in the real world with your hand. So I'm out. And then I saw Batman... Guess where a car would be? Jump down flights of fucking stairs uh, or levels of a, of a what's the fucking uh, park lot and just crash onto the fucking car and get the scarecrow. And I'm out, dude. And then there's a scene where, uh, what's his name uh, from Aaron Eckhart is Harvey Dent. And he like... A guy pulls a gun on him in the fucking witness booth, and then he he saves the day. He grabs the gun, and I'm like, what? Rooted in realism, dude. Fuck all that, man. The movie's just good. This new Batman reigns supreme. It's the best Batman, and fucking, yes, Christian Bale was a great Batman, but dude, this dude nailed it. Robert Pattinson nailed it. Catwoman, see you later. Never put Catwoman in any movie ever. She sucks, dude. It just, the character sucks, and the actress did it fine, but everyone else nailed it, dude. Colin Farrell, where was he? Oh, he was in the movie? Where? Oh, he was the penguin? 
Stop lying. That didn't look like him or sound like him. That's some fucking good acting. And I won't say masterful acting like my friend Dan did because that's fucking pussy shit. Everyone always says stuff with the arts is masterful, but it's like you're really just fucking, you know, you, you talk about other things that's masterful, like like brain surgery, not not art, because that's just this review is devolving, but it's the best Batman, dude. I spent entirely too much time talking about this Batman, but it's so good. It really is good. I was at the imp- I was at the improv the other night and I was doing a show with Theo and uh I can't remember who else was on the show, but Theo was there. And uh this guy, Theo goes on and gets off, and I'm on in a little bit. And this guy says, Hey to Theo, he says, Hey, you want a this is what he says, Hey, you want a bullet? And I'm like, here we go. Another lunatic, dude. Here we go. Just another lunatic. I can't, dude. Everybody's so crazy. I can't. I'm tired of it. Be crazy to the people in your lives. Don't make me deal with it. I'm chilling, having a conversation with Theo, one of my friends, and some guy walks up and says to Theo, hey, man, big fan, want a bullet? And Theo said, is that drugs? And the guy said, no, and pulls out a bullet. And Theo's like, oh, cool, man, takes the bullet. And then I kind of step away a little bit. And why do I step away? Because weirdness. Because this bullet holder is polluting my area. Hey, guy with a bad brain, don't pollute my area. Step away and fix your organ in your head. Okay? Hey, guy, don't bring a bullet or anything over in my area. I didn't know you, and now I do. And this wholeheartedly sucks for me. Okay? So now I'm dealing with it, but I'm not really, am I, because he gave the bullet to Theo. Now, did it offend me in a weird part of my brain? Yes, because why didn't I get the bullet? But I step away, and I'm like, you know what I did? I avoided a bullet, literally, right? I dodged a bullet. So he gives it to Theo, and then I see this guy just yat that 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 to Theo, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Hell yeah!" That's when it's good that someone else is a fan of someone else and not me, because this guy is just yat that 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 to the Rat King, yat that 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 that, and I'm standing over there just counting my blessings. And right now, it's one. I don't have to deal with this fucking guy. So then. I'm there for about three minutes talking to someone else. And then Theo says, yeah, man, I don't know, and leaves to the guy. And then the guy comes over to me with all of his weirdness, and he's being actually weirder. And you know what he's doing? Just shuffling around. It's not like he's like being 
overtly weird. He's being covertly weird. Like he's dealing with something internally and also wants to talk about it. But guess what? He wants to talk about it to me. And guess what? I'm not that guy. Because you already polluted one area and I moved over to another area and gentrified it, right? So let's back up and not pollute my new neighborhood, okay? So he comes over and he says, now Theo's already gone. And he says, oh, that was was weird. Okay. Well, that was weird. So now I'm stuck because I know Theo. And I know Theo is weird, but I also know very little bit about this new guy, but he's also weird. And also, I don't know him. So don't be weird. Have that thing. When you meet somebody and you want to make a good impression, don't you? you? All I'm thinking of when I meet people is, well, I hope that they don't fucking think I'm weird. So this guy already fucked it up for Theo and I, all right? So Theo walks away and says, well, that was weird. Oh, that's fucking weird. Oh, that's weird. And uh, he wants me so badly to say, like, oh, what happened? But check it out. I don't know you, dude. And I just gentrified this whole area of this hallway, okay? So he says to me, uh, well, that was weird, again. And it was like I used to have this roommate where this guy would, like, I, did I used to have this roommate like when I was in my 20s and he would be in his room and he would just be like, I would be chilling, doing my day. And we weren't really friends, but we were friendly, you know, his roommates. And he would just do shit like, uh, he would be like, huh. And, and, I, and I wouldn't say anything on purpose because he wanted so badly to just have a conversation. Does that make me a dick? But he would just be on his computer and be like, huh. <laughs> I'd hear through the walls, well, that's weird. (laughs) And like, because a few times I'd peep my head in, I'd be like, what's up? And he'd be like, no, it's just crazy because this thing was, and I'm, I'm like, oh, 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 you know, when you realize it's, it's absolutely nothing. You just wanted, oh, you wanted a connection, dude. Ah, fuck. I got had. So this guy's doing the, well, that's, he's now a new version of my roommate. And he says, well, that's weird. And I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go. And I go and I leave. And then later, I avoid this, but he comes up to me and he's like, uh, hey, man, uh, I'm a huge fan. And I said, oh, thanks. And he says, uh, oh, this is what happened. So he, fuck, I told, yeah, okay, I got this out of order. So. So then he's in the hall. We're in the hallway later. Fuck. God damn it. I forgot about this. And this girl comes up to me and she says, hey, can I get a picture? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, sorry. I know this is like the weirdest thing ever to happen to you. So now this whole thing is just a mess, right? So now I got to be like, oh, now she put me in a position where I either need to be like, oh, yeah, but it's all good. But I don't do that because I keep it real. Right. So I say to him, I I say to her, I said, listen, you this is not weird at all. I've dealt with things that are way weirder than this and people who are way weirder because I don't want her to get the credit for being the weirdest thing that happened to me all day. Now, am I mini-minded? Yes, but that's what I did, okay? I needed her to not get the credit for being the weirdest thing that happened to me all day, all right? 
mini-minded, sure, but also had to let her know because I'm petty, okay? And so now she says, can I get a picture? And I say, yeah, sure. So we get a picture and her boyfriend takes it. And then she walks away. And then he, the the bullet giver to Theo, walks up to me and says, hey, uh, how about uh, how about that? And I said, what? And he said, how weird was that? And I'm like, is there a dick on my head or something? I don't understand what's weird right now, except for the people being weird, dude. Hey, this is weird. No, dude, it's you. Like, you can't walk up to someone and be like, ah, isn't this all weird? It's fucking you, dude. I'm not. Oh, that was when the the person says, well, that was awkward. Yeah, because you made it awkward. You don't get to me. I don't feel awkward. I'm fucking stonewalled a weirdness, dude. I'm a fucking stonewall. I got bulletproof glass to prevent weird feelings on me, man. I've dealt with all of the weirdness, man. And so you can't, so then this guy, so now this girl, I know this is the weirdest thing, but can I have a picture? I know it's so weird. I said, no, nah, I've dealt with such weird shit. But I, a guy tried to hand a bullet to one of my best friends or five minutes ago. So then she leaves and I say, hey, no problem at all. Now I know I'm bitching and moaning about this, but please don't come for me, man. I mean, come for me if you want, but it's so annoying when people are like, wow, Chris is really a dick. Dude, you don't get my humor. Leave it at that. I was genuinely nice to these motherfuckers. So leave it at that. You don't get my my computer, even though I meant to say humor. Leave it at that, dude. All right? So now she walks away, and the bullet giver to fucking Theo says, hey, wasn't that, uh, hey, hey, that's crazy. And I'm like, what's what's crazy, man? And he says, well, it's, um, so that girl just asked you for a picture. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And he said, well, what about uh, her, her, her boyfriend was right there? And I said, uh-huh. And he said, so she just asked for a picture and, and her boyfriend was there. And I said, yeah. And he said, huh, how do you deal with that? And I said, you just saw how I deal with that. And he goes, huh. And then we walked away. I think people just want to have like a moment with somebody that they like are a fan of, which is cool. But then I walked over to Theo and I was like, what's up with that bullet guy? And he was like, yeah, man, he was really fucking weird. And then I was like, man, we all got our weird shit, you know? Theo uh, is weird and I'm weird and that dude is weird. And we all kind of met a meeting of the minds. It was like the weird Avengers. And uh, we didn't save any days. We were just weird. Uh, but whatever, dude. I talked way too long about that story. And uh, But that's what happened. And it's like just if you want to go up to somebody and, and have a nice little moment, just like it's the best when somebody just comes up and says, hey, man, I love what you do. Like, And if you want to tell a little story or whatever. I was with my friend the other day and we were listening. And it was That's great, dude. That's fucking great. Uh, but yeah, the weirdness, dude. We got to – how about the fucking um, – the uh, – Who'd that guy die from the uh, Foo Fighters? He was 50. Dude, it's so weird being 42 and seeing a 50-year-old die. I don't even know how he died. What, just drugs? Ah, So sad. That's so fucking fucked up and sad. 
Um, and then you see everybody's like posts with like them and them. If the only way to honor somebody like that, a celebrity, it's so self-centered. These fucking, I don't ever, I never post about anybody that dies because it, I find it so self-centered with these celebrities doing it. Like I saw people posting with Bruce Willis because he has dementia and it's just like, and they were like, I hope that Bruce sees this. And it's like, Bruce can't read. Okay. That's the whole thing about this brain thing. And people are just like, yeah, met him. Yada. yada. It's like, dude, you, oh, you, oh, so you know, Bruce. Okay, cool. It's so annoying when celebrities do this and they, it's one thing when they die, but like this guy died and then everyone's like, oh, we lost a good one today. Here's us at fucking McDonald's. And it's just like, it's so like when I, and here's the thing too, when I die and these people, these cucks too, these people who fucking shitted on me when I went through my shit, they'll post the pictures too. Fuck them motherfuckers, dude. Talk shit about me when I die. If you talk shit when I live, talk shit when I die. Don't come back and be like, a flawed man, but we all loved him. Eat my fucking dick, dude. Don't even post a picture of me when I die. Post a picture of fucking, you know, when I die, post a picture of Liam Neeson, dude. And just be like, man, this guy's movie's rip, huh? That's it, dude. It's so annoying when these celebrities do this shit. Oh, man. Devastated to hear the news. Be devastated at home off the fucking internet. I know we all grieve in our own way, but you don't know these motherfuckers. You met them once at a Popeye's. Um, also, are we done with COVID, man? Like, it's like, I haven't heard anyone get it since the fucking queen of England. And I still got to ask for napkins at cafes. Like, have them out. Nobody's getting COVID because... You touch something that's something else with COVID. Nobody even has COVID anymore. And then somebody is like, I got to go to coffee shops. And I'm like, can I get it? Can I get it? They don't have the, the thing anymore to get the napkins from. You got to ask from behind the thing because they, they think it's safe. Dude, you're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Take your fucking mask off. We're fine. It's so annoying that I got to be there and I got to ask for extra. Dude, put it out. You want to wear a mask on your own time, wear a mask on your own time, but don't, you know, put the napkins out. And and whenever you ask for a napkin, they give you one napkin. Like, I need more, dude. You see, you you know. Um, I, uh, I got to see Morbius is the main thing I'm trying to say. Like, I got to see Morbius. 100% have to see Morbius because the guy who's in it is, no, we don't say his name here because he tried to have a fucking cult and thwart my cult, but he can't thwart my cult, but we don't say his name. He's nameless here, but fucking Jared Leto, you know what I'm talking about, but we don't fucking say his name. And he's good. I mean, the guy's a good actor and he's 50 and he looks like he's 25 and yeah, we don't fucking say his name, but yes, of course I'm talking about Jared Leto, but like, dude. He's a weird fucking guy, and that's why he's a good actor, because you have to be super weird to be a good actor, you know? Otherwise, you're just like The Rock, and you're just saying the lines. But he played Morbius, and I found out the name in the fucking thing, his name is Michael Morbius, dude, which is like, dude, that's so (laughs) fucking stupid. 
hi, Michael Morbius. Nice. Imagine you met a dude named Michael Morbius. That should be the fucking, like, dude, I'm barely on board with Peter Parker, by the way. The alliteration's got to go. And I know they made this shit when the fucking stuff was so corny anyway, like back in the, the 40s or whatever. Like Batman was like it pretty much, it, Superman was gay as shit, and it was, but but he was supposed to not be gay. Like it's fine to be gay, but Superman was supposed to not be gay, but also he was so gay, you know. Even in the eighties, they did it with He Man. But like, yo, you gotta rename the guy Michael Morbius. You gotta rename him. It's two thousand and twenty-two. At least name him Jeff Morbius. Also. Make it so his last name <laughs> isn't Morbius. That's so fucking dumb. Because guess what? If superheroes existed and then I met a guy named Michael Morbius, it's him. You blew your secret identity. Change name dude michael morbius like i get it clark kent okay peter parker alliteration but all right michael morbius dude that's fucking horrible change it and change it now. It's 2022. And yeah, the movie sucks. It's got 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. No shit, it sucks. The reason why... Michael Morbius, dude. Hi, I'm Dr. Morbius. Oh, it's you! Oh, you're the vampire that... That is the anti-hero. It's like we don't live in the fucking year 1800 anymore where nobody would know Jekyll and Hyde. Dude, it says in the name, dude. It's like if the fucking super, it might as the superheroes, they might as well be superhero McSaves the day. Or doctor cleans the world up. <laughs> Dude, his name is Michael Morbius. And I put it on TikTok. And all I said was Michael Morbius. And I was laughing because when I was when I figured it out, his name is Michael Morbius. <laughs> And, dude, people under the comments were like, sorry, dude, swing and a miss. Hey, dude, I don't get it. Where's the joke? Okay, then you don't get it. And I feel bad for you because I tell you right now, there is nothing funnier than the fact that in 2022, they made that Marvel's doing so well that they had to go to all the shit characters and make a movie of Morbius. And they didn't change the name Michael Morbius because they have to stay true to it. So the fucking dorks will be like, well, actually, his name, you should, they gotta stay true because the movie will get dragged and the movie's bad anyway. And the guy's name is still Michael Morbius in it. And nobody in the movie is like, oh, it's you. You're the guy that's the vampire. Jared Leto. How about the fact that he's in the worst Marvel movie and the worst DC movie? 
And the guy just kills it at acting also when he's not in one of those movies, right? Like he'll just be in Dallas Buyers Club and you're like, okay, hand him the Oscars. And then when he tries to do fucking Morbius, you know, hey, Marvel, stop, stop. I get it. But Moon Knight? And then people, dude, there's like fucking 17 people that are like, fuck yeah, dude, finally my favorite one, Moon Knight. This is going to tank too for Disney Plus with the fucking guy from whatever Dune is in it. Dude, Moon Knight. Change their fucking name, Dr. Michael Morbius, dude, you know? Imagine you went to go see a doctor and his name was Dr. Michael Morbius. You'd be like, is anyone else in your practice? What? Nothing? <sighs> no. Wow. So, one fire said, I thought you were talking to me for a second. I mean, so fucking, this is good. I make it like we're family, like we're talking, like we're having a conversation. I guess I do, you know? I am talking to you. I'm talking to everyone, right? And we're all family. I guess we have to talk about this. I didn't want it because it's been so long. I recorded my fucking podcast two hours before the Oscars. And then that was that week's podcast. And then and then Will Smith decided to fucking <laughs> bitch slap Chris Rock. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I guess I'm late on this. And my views will suffer. But still, I've got to fucking talk about this. Because I'm a comedian, number one. And number two, it was probably the biggest thing that happened. And there's a war in Ukraine. It's the biggest thing that happened this week. And people are getting slaughtered in fucking Ukraine. So, so all right. If you live under a fucking rock, the Oscars happen and Chris Rock said a joke about a G.I. Jane joke about Jada Pinkett and Will Smith smacked him for it, bitch slapped him for it. In the Oscars. I know you know this, right? I'm just saying it because I have to say it. So, uh, how about, first of all, how about, let's start with this. Why are, how come the Oscars have become a roastathon? This is the Oscars. This is this is the Oscars. This is the most prestigious night. Now, of course, sucks donkey balls. Now, of course, it's a bunch of actors who played stupid parts that are just going like this all night. Now, of course, the Oscars full shit. Of course, the Oscars are fucking absolutely ridiculous and full of a bunch of actors going like this. But it's the most prestigious night. And anything, what do we know if we listen to this podcast? Anything prestigious fucking sucks, right? Because prestige is nothing. It's fake. It's uh, pretentious. It's a fallacy. It's just a bunch of people going like this. So everyone dresses in their fucking either nice tuxes or most stupid fucking outfits of all time, right? Goes to the Oscars and they. 
they it's the most prestigious night. So if it's the most prestigious night, then have it be the most prestigious nice night. And by that I mean, why is it a fucking roastathon? It's become a roastathon because you know I think that they think oh we get comedians to save the day because the Oscars absolutely fucking suck donkey balls. We need we need for some we need somebody like Ricky Gervais at least it'll be funny. But why is it a roastathon? So Ricky Gervais goes on and shits on the Oscars and everybody and okay and I love Ricky Gervais. All right. And I love a lot of these comedians, but it's become a fucking roastathon where everyone is just on t- making fun of people who do- just have it be the bullshit night it is. Hey guys, the, it, you know what? It's it's a it's boring. It's like a wedding ceremony. It's supposed to be boring. You're supposed to have people not watch it because it fucking sucks. The reason why the views are going down for the Oscars is because everyone's figuring out what the fuck it is. Boring, a bunch of actors going like this, and absolutely bullshit. It's not supposed to be watched. All right? It used to be cool before the internet when William Hurt didn't have a fucking TikTok. You know what I mean? It used to be cool when Jared Leto wasn't out here on fucking Twitter. And now we know everybody. It's not cool anymore to see Al Pacino come up and accept an award. Because fucking the goddamn, you, you know, he's you know, fucking, the Daily News did an article. Every, you can get, everyone has access to everyone at any given moment. Nobody gives a fuck anymore about so, seeing some actor accept an award. And that's just the stone cold facts, dude. So now it's become this roastathon, and of course, you get these you know comedians up there that are doing it really good. You got like Ricky Gervais and Chris Rock, which is hilarious, and then you got people who are just so fucking corny with it, like Amy Schumer. And and it's and it's just you're gonna get fucking it's it's just becoming bad and unfun to watch, and that's fine. Now Chris Rock went up and he made a joke about um, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith about doing the uh, the uh, GI Jane two, which first of all is a joke about her being bald. I didn't know she had alopecia, and I heard someone say, well, it's because she suffers from alopecia. Okay, let's cool it on the suffering, on the word suffer, okay? Let's cool it on... Everyone's treating her like she's got fucking stage five cancer. Dude, her hair's kind of like gingerly falling out. And by the way, I can still see it, okay? So she's not suffering that bad. Also, she's hot as fuck. Also, G.I. Jane was hot as fuck, dude. You'd be lucky if you had a night with G.I. Jane, right? G.I. Jane was fucking so sexy. And she shaved her head because she was in the army. So that's not even a diss. Chris Rock said, G.I. Jane 2, I'm waiting for you, Jada Pinkett Smith. It was fine. Did Chris Rock cross the line? You know what? If he knew she had alopecia, yeah, maybe he did cross the line. And guess what? That's good. Because that's what a fucking comedian's job is, to cross the fucking line. How do you know where it is if you don't cross it every now and then? So whoopsie-daisy. So good job, Chris Rock, on crossing the line. You did what a comedian should do. Now Will Smith, sitting in the front row, laughs at the joke. Looks over to Jada Smith. She rolls her eyes. Then Will Smith goes, oh, she's upset. I got to do something about it. Sir. 
bitch. Right? Because you are fine with it. She rolled her eyes, and now he gets up, and he's like, I got to be a man about this. Walks up to Chris Rock. Chris Rock is like, "Uh uh-oh, with his hands behind his back. Chris Rock is fucking 140 pounds wet. And Will Smith played Muhammad Ali, so you know he's got some fucking, a little bit of technique, and also because actors are so annoying about how they play the fucking, you got, you know, like you got to be the fucking guy in the movie, otherwise it's not, right? Like actors' jobs are so easy that they're like, well, I'll just be Muhammad Ali for fucking nine weeks, and I'll learn how to box. And like, you know, I mean, maybe you're Muhammad Ali, but I had an actor in that for fucking, I had a buddy that was acting in that show, The Pacific. That was like they made him go to army boot camp for fucking out in the wilderness for like two months. And it's like you just got one line in the movie. and You don't need to fucking rough it in Vietnam for fucking two months, right? So so now Will Smith comes up and is this is the biggest bitch part is he's smiling the whole time. And he's being like, hey, hey, I'm going to fucking do something. And then Chris Rock, hands behind his back, Will Smith walks up to him. And smacks him in the fucking face. And then walks back to his seat. Saunter back to his seat. Now, only wrong. That's only wrong. Anyone out here that's saying like, well, the man defended his wife. Fuck that. that you're a fucking asshole, dude. First of all, whatever happened to women can stand for themselves. Women empowerment. Fuck all that. Jada should have went up and smacked him if she wanted. But the fact that Will Smith did that and you think that that's what a woman needs, you're a fucking piece of shit. Okay. Will Smith did that. It was only wrong. He also did it in the most prestigious night of his career, which was only wrong. And here's the other thing. Where was security? He thought he could get away with it, or he didn't know, or he was just blind with anger. He still went up and did it. Where's fucking security? All right? Where's security? Run and tackle him. Here's the other thing, dude. Chris Rock had how many? I'll tell you what. I know Chris Rock barely. I know Chris Rock barely. I've had one or two conversations with him. If I saw someone doing that to him, I would have fucking ran up and helped out, period. I don't give a fuck if it was the Oscars or not. I would have ran up and fucking, I would have done some shit. I swear to God. And I know a lot of people are probably out there rolling their eyes. There's no fucking way. If I've only had good experiences with somebody who is, by the way, a comedian, that I wouldn't have done something about it. Maybe if it was Joe Rogan or Brendan Schaub, I would have fucking let it fly because they could handle themselves. But Chris Rock, dude, fuck all that. Where the fuck was everybody? That's the thing. What, what, nobody's talking about this? Where the fuck was everybody? Remove Will Smith because that was fucking, he assaulted him and remove him from the fucking play. And then this is how fake Hollywood is. Dude, he won the award, which is fine. He won the award fair and square. He went up, gave a speech about how it is important it is to protect his family. And then everyone, gave, well, some people gave him a standing ovation. Bro, what? All those people off my list. All those people off Crystalia's list. I know it doesn't matter to you, but guess what matters to me and I'm me. So that's great. You're off my list, dude. Then it fucking cuts back afterwards to Amy Schumer, who is Chris Rock's friend. And she says, did anything happen during the break? Dude, say shit. Say shit, you outspoken woman. Say shit. That's your friend. Oh, because you're involved in Hollywood, you don't say shit. Oh, because you're, then then how outspoken are you? That's assault. Say shit. This is something really that happened that's on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. 
Say shit. You're so powerful, but you don't say shit because you want your deals with Hulu to be okay? Say shit, motherfucker. It's bullshit. You want to dance around that Hollywood game? They come for you, dude. You don't say shit about your friend. You watched your friend get smacked by Muhammad Ali. You don't say shit. And the night just keeps going. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Any one of my friends gets smacked by anybody. Guess what? My friend gets smacked by somebody who could beat the shit out of me. If The Rock went up there, I'm going up and I'm getting smacked too, motherfucker. I swear to God, too. Watch it happen. Well, I guess we're both getting beat up. That's me. Ah, fuck. Here we go. I'll go face first and just get smacked. Get it over with. But, dude, there's no way I'm letting somebody who I've only had good experience with deal with that shit by themselves. Fuck the Oscars, dude. Fuck that. And fuck those... Dude, it was, it made me so, I couldn't stop thinking about this shit for four days. I thought about this shit. I met Will Smith too. He seems like a nice guy. And you know, here's the other thing, dude. He's just going through some shit, obviously. And I don't know what he's going through, but only he does. And only Jada does, right? So everyone, and now of course Will Smith made it worse for himself about the fucking jokes about his wife and the jokes about him and how he's a cuck, which he's fucking not, you know, or he is and who gives a shit, but like the internet is just going nuts over it. And I feel bad for Will Smith too now because dude, everyone doesn't know the situation. And yes, what happened was awful. And Will Smith, I'm sure he feels bad about it because he's not a sociopath, but this was the moment where he broke. This is the moment where he broke. You can't keep up. I, I like, dude, I don't know how, because I don't, because Will Smith isn't a sociopath, but like, I think like guys like The Rock are just like a sociopath. Like, I don't know how you maintain that. I don't know how you keep that up. And now he's got a Zoa energy drink and shit. And he's just like, okay, I drink tequila too. Here, let's, like, I don't know how you keep the energy. Hey, isn't it enough? Isn't a hundred million dollars enough? I don't know what the fucking energy is that you keep, that you need to keep doing this. But like, I break. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one, one millionth of a fame level that Will Smith is. And this shit gets to me, dude. People say shit about me. I go, I go, I go into hiding, you know, but Will Smith, every fucking day of his life, he can't go out of his apartment. He, apartment, he can't go out of one of his 90 houses. He can't do his shit. And then he, this is the moment he broke it. He did it on the world stage, literally. and did it the most prestigious night and it was bullshit and it was shitty and it was, and it, and it's fucked up. And there's no, nothing good about it except for, no, there's nothing good about it except for maybe he could learn from the situation. Chris Rock handled it like a fucking pro. And I thought that that was amazing. And those are my thoughts on it, man. You know, and I don't know if it was funny or not, but I don't give a shit. That's how I feel about it. And I just cannot fucking believe Amy Schumer didn't say shit about that. Like you're done with me as a, as a, like if, if you're my friend and that happens, I'm done, dude. Done. Huh? He's got to fucking live that. Mo- the only person who made sense about it to talk about it is Jim Carrey. When he said this shit on the thing, it's like Chris Rock couldn't have handled it better. He, I don't want to press charges. I don't want to sue. You know, it is what it is. And now that's all that anyone is talking about it. And it took the whole night away from everyone. It even took the whole night away from Will Smith. He won the fucking Oscar. It took his whole night away from him. It's all anyone is ever going to talk about it. It's all anyone is ever going to talk about in the, during that Oscars. And there were probably good shitty movies that won. Morbius should have fucking cleaned up that night is what I do know. And the award for best worst name, Michael, oh, I'm sorry, Morbius. Michael Morbius and Morbius. It's him. It was him the whole time. Everyone should have known when they met him. (laughs) 
even when he was his alter ego, because his name is Michael Morbius. Jared Leto gets up there with a fucking bright green trash bag on and and a fucking mailman hat. Hey, nothing to see here. I thank you for the award. Just look into my steel blue eyes. Yeah, that thing, uh, yeah. Um, the f- the fact that Logan Paul uh bought this six million dollar rare Pikachu card, and where uh, by by the way, the the this the words rare Pikachu card, you know, who cares how rare it is? But it's a thing, and it's a collector's item. And by the way, he looked badass on the fucking WW whatever it is, and now I don't know. But uh, he paid $6 million on a very rare Pokemon card and then wore that card during his WrestleMania 38 period. Why? Because the internet inspectors have destroyed reality. Yeah, it's true. This is on Kodaku.com. But 27-year-old Paul first teased his Pokemon card accessory on April 2nd when he revealed he was planning to wear the very rare period. So he wore it in WrestleMania 38, $6 million. Dude, get it. How do you not... How do you not be robbed, right? There's people out there getting robbed in Beverly Hills. Nobody fucking robbed this shit off his neck. This is insane. Most expensive Pokemon card in the world right now. And partially is because he and he paid for it. Like if he tried to resell it right now, there's no way he could get fucking $6 million for it. And he did it to be in the headlines. But my question is, uh, how much money, two things, it's twofold. How much money does Logan Paul have? And then also, how much money do you have to have to spend $6 million on a fucking Pikachu card? Because, like, if you have $100 million, spending six of it on a Pikachu card is a fucking horrible idea. So if you have $200 million and you spend $6 million on a Pikachu card, that's a horrible idea. If you have three, now if you have $3 million and you want to spend $6 million on a Pikachu card, that is a horrible idea. So at what point does it become not a horrible idea? Now, let's not pretend that Logan Paul makes the best decisions, but he's a great guy and he makes good decisions business-wise. I know him. I love the dude, right? And, you know, he makes great decisions business-wise, right? That prime energy drink. But he made this decision which seems like a bad decision but also probably doesn't matter but my my point is how much money does he have and then how much money do you have to have half a billion he doesn't he doesn't have half a billion but if you had half a billion then okay maybe six million on a Pikachu card if you really love Pokemons right would you say half a this is insane to me he just want to be in the Giz Pokemon records how much is that Worth. How much is the PR of buying this card worth is what I want to know. Not $6 million, certainly. And then how much can you sell it for? So he's going to take a hit when he tries to sell it. Or maybe he won't try to sell it. But he could always sell it, right? He could always sell it if he wanted to. Well, I forgot to talk about this tweet about what happened when the fucking Will Smith thing happened. This was the best one. I thought this was a joke when I first saw it. It's by Sophie Hagen, who's uh, has no brain, I guess. But like, um, so she, she is, yeah, it's a woman. So she writes... I think Will Smith should... Oh, this is so great, man. Everyone making everything about everything that it's not is just so great, right? Everyone makes everything about everything that it's not. 
That's what the internet does. But this woman writes, I, th- I don't know who she is. She got a blue check. She's probably a sweet lady. I'm just making fun of you, okay? Um, she says, I think that Will Smith should, and then hyphen, wait, looks at hands with asterisks around it. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'm quite white. So maybe I don't need to have an opinion on what a black man did to another black man because of what he said about his black wife. Maybe I should just shut up and listen. Hey, no. No. First of all, what you did isn't going to stop anyone from talking. It's just going to exacerbate it all. Exacerbated the situation. You made white people look dumber than even talking about. Oh, congratulations. Dude, you can talk about anything you want. It's how the internet works. Also, this has nothing to do with race. A guy hit a guy and it was bad. Was he black? K. Was the other guy black? K. Was the wife black? K. A guy hit another guy, and it was bad. Dude, people making everything about everything that it's not is hilarious. I don't. I think that Will Smith, like to think that you're a hero in this situation for black people because you tweet something like, "Hey, if you're white, you shouldn't chime in on how." <laughs> Do black people give a fuck about not chiming in? Also, hey, you chiming in? Don't talk about it. Don't not. The fucking God, you know, it's like you don't know the situation, period. So you might as well either chime in or not. It has nothing to do with the fact that you have white hands. Uh. So dumb, dude. Hey, Will Smith should hold on a second. I've actually never worn a suit myself and they're both dressed in suits. Checks dress, checks body. Hmm. Wearing a frilly dress. Maybe I should shut up and listen. A man was protecting his family. Mm, Let me check around. Hmm, Check surroundings. No kids, but I'm at home, not a mom. Hmm, I don't have kids. Those men have kids. Who am I to tell a man who has a family how to react on a joke about his family? Hmm, Maybe I should just shut up and listen. (laughs) I mean, how far does it extend, dude? Race wasn't an issue here. Also, it was hilarious that the first, um, the first um, time that it was presented by like a black person organization, the Oscars, that this happened. Black Lives Matter been real quiet since this came out. I hate that joke. Yeah, it's been real quiet since. That's it for YouTube. Uh, if you want to catch the rest of the show, the uncut ad-free episode uh, and all the ad-free episodes uh, go to patreon.com slash crystalia and you can get the extra episode there's like 13 episodes or something 12 or 13 episodes now that aren't available except for here on except for on patreon and uh, also every month there's a one patreon episode that we don't do for youtube so uh and there's another uh there's other stuff too like behind the scenes stuff with chris videos and also uh the uh segment um that we do called review mode so yeah uh have at it patreon.com slash crystalia thanks Thanks.